Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 692. Today we're celebrating the 25th Cavallino Classic, a spectacular event in West Palm Beach, Florida featuring Ferrari, where there's vintage racing, a Concours event at the Breakers Resort, and another Concours event at our new president's house at Mar-a-Lago. Intercity is the official transport company of the Cavallino Classic. You can learn more about this event at Cavallino.com. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Dean Wilson. Hey, Dean, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yeah, Mark, I'm all strapped in, ready to go. Let's do this. All right, let's have a little fun. Dean Wilson is the Vice President of Marketing at Intercity Lines in Warren, Massachusetts. It's a family-owned transport company that's been caring for and moving collector cars for over 35 years. You'll see their trucks around the country on the roadways and at prestigious Concours and automotive events. Collectors and restoration experts, including Wayne Carini, Jay Leno, Don Williams, and many others, trust intercity lines with their fine automobiles. Dean has been around this family business his entire life, and intercity was the first major carrier to adopt hydraulic lift gates and continues to set the standard for safe, reliable automotive transportation to this day. So, Dean, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment before we get into the questions and share a little bit more about your business and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Yeah, Mark, I'd be happy to. At Inner City Lines, we've been transporting cars for 35 years. My parents started it way back in the day when my dad was hauling potatoes and started hauling a couple cars here and there and one day realized, hey, why am I hauling freight when I could be hauling cars, which was something he was very passionate about. Uh-huh. And we've continued to carry that passion to this day and really take a lot of pride in what we do. We haul cars that are priceless all the way to, you know, daily drivers. We treat them all the same and really take a lot of pride in what we do, Mark. So happy to be here and happy to be representing Inner City Lines. Absolutely. It's fantastic. And I know, you know, we're, uh, this show is going live on the first day of Cavallino event, which I know you guys are the official transport for. And uh, I think it's pretty cool. I've been to that event many years. I wish I was there this year. It is such a fantastic event. And we're going to talk a little bit about how you're related to that event a little later. But first, as we continue on this journey of yours, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is Some kind of saying that has a meaning to you, and it's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Dean, take the wheel. Yeah, Mark. Well, growing up, my parents always told me, treat every car the same. And that's our mantra here at Inner City Lines. Whether it's a priceless one-off car that's millions and millions of dollars or someone's daily driver, we really go about it all in the same way. Uh, We just take every step we would with that million dollar car as we would with, you know, someone's daily driver because we understand how sentimental and how, you know, may not be valuable in a fiscal sense, but to someone, you know, each car is very special and someone worked hard for it. So we really take pride in taking all the proper steps to treat them all the same. And I think you imply that across a variety of areas of my life and 
you know, your listeners' lives yeah. where, you know, you just don't want to take shortcuts. If you're going to do something, do it right, regardless of what it is. If you're dealing with customers, whether it's your biggest customer or your smallest one, treat them all with the same respect and how you would anyone else. You know, it's a perfect mantra, of course, for what you do. And you're right. You know, whether somebody has a, a dearly loved collector car or a daily driver, we car people we love our cars, and uh, I've had cars transported by uh, different companies. Some have been really good, and some of them, when the guy gets in that car and you look at him, you go, uh, aren't you going to like put something down on the seats? you got grease on your pants, and you just kind of go, oh, my gosh, I picked the wrong company right now. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I understand 100%. So uh, a great mantra, a great line to have for that business of yours. Well, let's go back in time. This is a family business, which is pretty darn cool. You know, your dad, I think it's funny, he was hauling potatoes and said, why am I doing this? I should be hauling cars. Would you share a story that instigated your personal passion for cars? Is there a pivotal moment when you look back when you realize that you were a car guy? Well, Mark, I don't know if there's one pivotal moment. I think more or less I was born into it. Mm. Growing up, I grew up in my parents' Peterbilt traveling around while they're shipping cars or setting up at Bear Jackson or Corvettes at Carlisle. And I was there for all of it, you know, watching them work, being around all of those cars, it's really just what I knew and what I was brought up with. And my dad's very passionate about cars. He had me sitting on his lap, driving the cars up the driveway from the moment I could hold the steering wheel. So <laughs> it's just really all I knew yeah. uh, growing up. And nothing makes me smile like the sound of a beautiful engine or seeing a beautifully designed car. So just really kind of embedded in my DNA, Mark. I'm just sitting here thinking, man, what a life as a little kid to get to go to all these events and get to be around these cars, that would have been a dream come true for me. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like you've got motor oil running through your veins. Well, Dean, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down. I know you're a young man, and you've had some experiences in your life so far. There's a lot more to come. Would you share with us a huge challenge or even a big failure that you face along the way, something you've come up against that's been uh, just difficult, and take us to that painful moment. But more importantly, walk us through it and then tell us what it taught you and how you came out the other end. Yeah, Mark, I'd be happy to. Well, I've been around inner city my entire life, but a year and a half ago is when I graduated college and came on full time and really made a decision like, hey, this is something I want to do. Mm -hmm. I want this to be my first full time job, but also my last. But that came with a lot of challenges and responsibilities. I've done everything from dispatching drivers and loads to sales to the my current position being in charge of all the marketing and advertising mm -hmm. and every day I've been pushed out of my comfort zone. But what got me through all of it is knowing this is what I wanted to do. So <laughs> a lot of times I didn't feel like maybe I knew how to handle something, mm -hmm. but I knew this is what I wanted. So I showed up each day, I gave it my best. And I just stayed calm and focused. Mm. And I think anyone who's passionate about something whether they know a lot about it or know very little. If you just show up, give it your all, and find something you're passionate about, you'll get through it and you'll achieve what you want to achieve. You know, when you're in a position that's new and you're young and there's a lot of unknowns, I would assume there's a, a big learning curve a lot of times. So is there something you might be able to share with our younger listeners out there that might find themselves in the same position or even an older listener who's changing career paths and they're in a whole new area? What is a, a, a word of wisdom, something that has helped you when you get into those situations where you go, oh my gosh, I haven't done this before. How am I going to get through this? I would say at first, take a deep breath, sit back, 
work with the peers you have around you, watch what they're doing and really observe at first Mm -hmm. and just really take in the situation because unless you're building it from the ground up, this isn't just your vision. You're part of something much bigger than yourself. So you really need to respect that. Mm. And once you start being aware of it and learning about it, then you can start applying what you've experienced and what you know and start infusing that into the business. Just having the patience to be at first, showing up, going in and just observing and watching can take you a long way. And once you feel confident, then moving forward, instead of trying to force your opinions onto what you're uh, this new venture you're going on. Right. Just really, you know, take that moment and be a good observer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bottom line. Yeah. Be a good observer. Absolutely. And of course, surrounding yourselves with great people and having people that have been in the industry so long, like your, your father uh, is a, a huge asset as well. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I, I know you're still young and you are starting out in your career basically, but is there an aha moment that you've come up against a time when you said, ah, this is the path I want to take, the roadway I should take? And tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into a success. Yeah, I can do that for you, Mark. Well, I would say the real moment that kind of showed me that I wanted to do business and kind of blaze my own trail was growing up. My parents always told me, Dean, you can do anything you want. All you have to do is go out, work hard, and do it. Mm-hmm. that simple. And then going through high school and middle school and college, I had a lot of teachers telling me, hey, if you don't do this, you're not going to make it in life, and just try and set all these limits and definitions on me. And I think that really showed me that I wanted – that contradiction showed me I wanted to follow in my parents' footsteps and blaze my own trail and do what I think is right and follow my passions. And that's what brought me to inner city. A lot of our drivers have been driving for us for, you know, 20 years, 15 years, which is almost, you know, the majority of my life. So being (laughs) able to (laughs) come in and no, these people were the reason I've had food on my table my whole life. So be able to come in and join them and work with all these figures that have been in my life this whole time has just been a really great thing. And I couldn't be more grateful to be working with my parents and such a small, tight-knit team. That's been such a big part of my life. Yeah, no doubt a humbling experience uh, for sure. Well, how about a proudest career moment? Has there been one in your uh, relatively short career here, but has there been one that really stands out for you that you just go, wow, I feel so proud to be a part of this team? Yeah, there's two moments. One was at Amelia Island. I was talking to Peter from Silver Star Restoration. We're just talking about with these original cars, when something happens to them, you may be able to fix them, but you're going to lose a little bit of that original paint, that original metal. Mm -hmm. And understanding that really gave me a sense of pride in what we do, because we're the ones trusted to transport these one-of-a-kind original cars thousands of miles. If we don't do our job correctly, we're going to take away something from that car that can never be replaced. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we've been able to do that for... 35 years really gives me a great sense of pride in my job. I don't imagine how you sleep at night sometimes. That's got to be (laughs) nerve wracking. But I would assume a lot of it has to do with the trust uh, in your very seasoned drivers that, uh, you know what, they take care of these loads like they're their own. And each car is treated uh, with kit gloves and so forth. So very, very nice. Well, let's have a little bit of fun here. Uh, What was your first really special car? And maybe you could share a memory you have of that vehicle. Yeah, I would have to say, Mark, it would be that Peterbilt I was talking about that I grew up in. Oh, it was wow. a stretched. 
You're the first one with a Peterbilt as the first car. That's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, I guess that's what happens when you grow up in a trucking company. But uh, it was a stretched Peterbilt with a sleeper on the back that had a compartment where we could load two cars in it and had like a little living room area with a bunk. My parents would be driving around to all these shows while I'm in the back playing with my Matchbox cars, <laughs> sitting on the staircase that came off the side of the truck at Bear Jacks and just watching my parents work and uh, just had a lot of great memories. And I was traveling in that full time till I was forced to go to school. Up until I was 12 or 13, I was still going to events in it. And it just had a really special place in my childhood and yeah. who I am today. Yeah, well, talk about on-the-job learning. Gosh, you've been doing it since you were in diapers, so <laughs> you've, you've had a long career in school, that's for sure. Yeah. Is there a car that you've let go yet in your life that you wish you had back, or is it uh, too soon to be asking that question? Fortunately, or you know, unfortunately, depending on how you take it, I haven't had any buyer's remorse about any car I've personally owned, but we did sell that Peterbilt. Oh. So there's a little remorse there. Yeah. I wish I could have done a full circle where I went from sitting on the steps with my diapers, watching my parents work, to being the one bringing it to the shows and setting up. Yeah. I think that would have been a special experience. But, you know, everything happens for a reason, Mark. So it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, Let's talk about today and tomorrow. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your company. What has you really excited and fired up? And maybe talk a little bit about this fantastic Cavallino event. Because as I mentioned in the beginning, I've been to the Cavallino event. I've been to the track, the races, the the Concours event, the Breakers, stayed at the Breakers, the event at Mar-a-Lago. It is such a spectacular event for you guys to be transporting these wonderful Ferraris and probably other Italian cars to this event has to be Pretty cool and unique. So what has you really excited and fired up today? Well, you hit it on the head, uh, Mark. Ca the Cavalino Classic has me very excited. Scott Miller and John Barnes have been great to work with and getting this all set up. We're going to have a truck right at the racetrack for all the track days, acting as the backdrop to car tech and registration. And just to be able to go down there and be involved with such a high caliber group of enthusiasts and cars just has us very excited. I can't wait to fly down there on Tuesday. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're recording this show about a week before the actual event. A lot of these cars are already probably being uh, picked up and transported because some of these come from all across the country that you guys uh, haul around. So uh, it's going to be a really spectacular event. And I'll remind our listeners, you can learn more about this if you can't be at the event at Cavallino.com. You can see pictures and, of course, follow them on uh, social feeds and everything because uh, ah, it is so much fun. Yeah, I've got to get back there. All right. Well, this is a very introspective question for you, Dean. If you were a car, what kind of car would Dean be and why? If I was a car at this stage of my life, Mark, just based on how fast-paced this last year and a half has been and how many challenges and obstacles I've faced, I would have to say something along the lines of a McLaren P1. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Just because that car can handle roads at such a high speed while maintaining control, mm -hmm. I like to think that's how I've been going about inner city. Things have been a little fast-paced, but yeah. you know, I've overcame everything pretty smoothly, not to pat myself on the back. And uh, just maintain control. And I think, you know, P1 could handle pretty much anything. So I think definitely so. Definitely a McLaren. <laughs> I think so. Pretty darn special. Well, Dean, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? 
I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Driving never meant more as the all-new driving adventure awaits you with a not-for-profit drive toward a cure. Combines two spirited drives for a weekend of cars and camaraderie in Paso Robles, California. All to support finding a cure for Parkinson's disease. In a showcase of ribbon roads in California of chrome and elegance, Coming up this April 28th, enjoy some of the nicest cars, people, drives, wine tasting, and luxury receptions while driving towards a cure for Parkinson's. To register or donate, click on drivetowardacure.com or check out Cars Yeah guest Deb Pollock's show notes page where there's links to drive toward a cure. Donate today or better yet, go for the drive. All right, Dean, we are back and we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? Yes, sir. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? I would have to say in like a sheep, out like a lion in regards (laughs) to taking turns at decent speed. My dad taught me that probably when I was around seven year old seven years old uh, when I was driving my ATVs and go-karts around this dirt track we had, he would be down there just engraving it into my head in like a sheep, out like a lion. As I evolved and got my driver's license and went to driving schools and just really carried on my passion for driving, that saying has just been every turn I take in like a sheep, out like a lion. So I have to thank him for helping me stay on the road and, uh, being the driver I am today. Absolutely. You know, I've, uh, I used to race finished cars and I remember in driving school in slow out fast, in slow out fast. That was something that would always be ringing in my head with those instructors <laughs> saying it. Yeah. Don't go in so hot, you know, not until you're ready to do such things. So, uh, yeah, great advice from your father. Definitely. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? Yeah. I would have to say taking a moment each day to reflect. And just really taking an honest look at your actions and the effects they had, because by doing so, it allows you to continually learn and readjust and keep evolving. And I think that just helps you stay loose and moving in the whatever field that you're doing. I've heard from a lot of listeners here, or guests, I should say, on the show that uh, one of the things they do is every morning get up, the idea of journaling, and that is reflecting, you know, sitting down and writing down your thoughts, grateful for the day you have ahead of you. Some people journal at the end of the day, write down their thoughts and so forth, but I think we're so fast moving these days. There's so much coming at us that 
you just take a moment to reflect. Yeah, be grateful. Think about what you've done. Think about what's coming up. It really is a, a benefit. And it's hard to have that quiet time sometimes. It's just because there's just so much going on. Great advice from you there. To carry on that point, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, going into this podcast, first ever podcast I've done, I was a little nervous. And to take that reflection and mindfulness one step further, there's a lot of great controlled breathing apps. Ah. And I literally put one on, said it for four minutes before I came on the interview. And it just gave me a whole new sense of calmness and control. And whether it's getting into a race car to race around a track or going into a big business meeting, mm-hmm. I think just taking a moment to hone your breath can be really be an advantage to you uh, in whatever you're doing. Oh, uh, you know, that's a great, great word of advice. And I was my next question for you here. Is there a resource that you would like to share with the listeners that's, you know, maybe a website or a supplier or an app? Uh, tell us a little bit more about that breathing app, because that sounds like something I could benefit from. Yeah. So I recently acquired a, a Apple Watch, which comes with an app called Breathe, mm-hmm. which is, is exactly that. It's not this long narrative about meditating it simply just tells you to breathe in mm-hmm. and breathe out and there's others like calm or headspace which do similar things and are really great and i'd recommend them to anyone uh, across any kind of field yeah it sounds great i'm going to look into those sounds absolutely fantastic with all the talking i do every day with people you're my fourth show today already and i'm only at uh, almost noon time here so <laughs> I think I could use from that. Sometimes it's difficult jumping from one show to the other. Uh, take a moment, breathe, calm down, and, and move on. Now, if you could have a drink with anyone in the automotive field, living or deceased, who would that be? I would have to say Jay Leno. Ah. He's been a longtime supporter of ours, just an unbelievable client, and just been a huge supporter. It never asked for a thing. When we deliver cars to him, if he's around, he invites our drivers in for dinner, but not a dinner that, you know, a chef's making. He literally invites them in, makes them a spaghetti dinner himself. Wow. And just, it's just an unbelievable guy. He did a commercial for us without asking for a thing. I was recently at the Greystone Concourse in LA last spring uh-huh. talking to two clients at our table, and he literally pops up, sticks his head between them and says, you know, I use these guys all the time. They ship all of my cars. Uh, I wouldn't use anyone else. They're great. And just walks away. And for someone of his statue <laughs> wow. to do something like that without ever asking for a thing is just unbelievable. And yeah. I'd love to sit down, be able to thank him in person and, you know, get to know him for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've met him a few times. I've been trying to get him on this show. He is such a busy guy. It's really hard to track him down. I'm going to, I'm going to get him one day, but Every time I've talked to him and I've watched him at an event, he is so gracious. He takes the time to say hello to people, take pictures, sign autographs, and he's inundated. You know, it's, I mean, it's tough for him to even walk around his show. I've heard nothing but good things about Jay Leno, so I'm glad you mentioned him. Now, how about a book? Is there a book that you read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading as well? Yeah, I would say The Four Agreements. It's a really quick, easy read, and it just goes over four rules of life. And those are to be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. And it's just a book that you can go back to when you start getting caught up in the drama of life. And it just really is a nice grounding book and a great resource I've used, you know, time and time again. 
Yeah, I'm familiar. That is a great book. The author's Don Miguel Ruiz, I believe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really, really nice book. And you're right. It's a quick read, very nice lesson to learn in there. So I'm glad you recommended that. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources Dean has been so kind to share on his very own show notes page at carsyad.com slash Dean Wilson. There's another great place on the site called Guest Recommended Books under the Resources tab. Where for this book and all the recommended books by the past 691 guests are listed for quick, easy clicks to buy. Go in there. There's got to be close to a thousand books there. It's really a, really a fun resource. My guests have the best recommendations when it comes to books. All right, Dean, we are up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one really cool collector car, that's right, I'm going to buy you any car in the world today. Money's no object, whatever you'd like to have. What would that car be? And more importantly, why would you choose it? If you're buying, Mark, I would have to say I would go with a 1959 Porsche 718 RSK. Ooh. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of the 550 Spiders, but if you're paying... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the 718 all day. <laughs> what is it about that? I, I know that car. I'm a big Porsche fan, as my listeners know. What is it about the uh, the 718 RSK that you like so much? It's just the look is incredible. It's just a great-looking car. But I love just the bare-bone racing elements of it. You don't have all the electronics. You don't have any of that. It's just a bare-bone race car that's incredibly designed, looks great, can perform like unlike anything else yeah and it's just just have a lot of my admiration for that vehicle oh my goodness well i'm going to start the search for you i'm going to find you one of those and i know just the company to call to have it transported back to massachusetts for you i think it would be inner city for sure <laughs> but oh my gosh that one's a lovely car i i'd love to have one of those as well i they're just they're so special i've had the great pleasure of seeing those cars race in vintage racing events and being at Concord events, and uh, oh my, you picked a nice one. You picked an expensive one. You've got expensive taste. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's okay for you, Dean. I would be happy to find one of those for you. You have taken me on an awesome ride today. I knew you would. I know you take good care of me because that's what you guys do with your guests. So uh, I want to thank you for being my guest here on Cars Yeah. And I've really enjoyed learning a little bit more about you and your company and your family. It's been really, very cool. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of guidance and wisdom before you rip off down the racetrack in your very own 718 RSK Porsche? I would love to, Mark. My parting words would be, if you're going to transport a car, really take the time to understand all the different elements of auto transport, like the differences between brokers and carriers and open and enclosed, and really do your research. Talk to people in the car community you're associated with go on the car forums online and search auto transport you'll see a lot of great first-hand accounts of people's experiences with a wide range of companies because there's nothing worse than when i get a phone call from someone who went with an unreputable company and shipped their dream car and had it ruined because they didn't know what they're getting into it just breaks my heart every time i get one of those calls so please do your homework if you ever have any questions, you can always call us. We can ship your car. Great. If we can't, we'll answer all of your questions and at least point you in the right direction. So please do your homework. Give us a call if you have any questions and go. make sure you go with a reputable company. Uh, it's so, so important. You know, I, I knew a guy a while back that 
bought a car, it's up in Canada, and it was shipped down here, and he thought he was working with a reputable company, and the car showed up, it was a beautiful Chevelle convertible, the guy had put it on an open transporter, top of the transporter, with the top down, and it oh. rained the whole way, to, I mean, I mean, when it arrived, I just couldn't even believe that the guy driving the truck didn't have the wherewithal to put the top up, seriously, so Yes, do your homework because there's a lot of uh, things that can happen to a vehicle. Well, again, whether it's your dream car or daily driver. Now, what's the best way for our listeners to find you and learn more about Inner City? Yeah, the best way is simply go to innercitylines.com. All the info you can ask for is there. And if you have any questions or want to inquire about us shipping your car, give us a call. We'd be happy to help and make sure you're you're taken care of. Absolutely. And again, listeners, you can find links to everything that Dean's been so kind to share on his show notes page at carsyad.com. Just type Dean in that search bar and that page will pop up with links to inner city so you can check them out. And again, if you're going to be in Florida this weekend, anywhere in that area, you've got to check out the 25th Cavalino Classic. This event is fantastic. It takes place at West Palm Beach at the Breakers Resort there. The Sunday event is at Mar-a-Lago, our new president's a home down there. Uh, the day we're recording this is the day of inauguration. So a pretty special day for the, uh, the country here as the transfer of power happens here, which is pretty special for our country. And I want to remind everybody that the Cavalino Classic, it is absolutely spectacular. And if you can't get there, go to the website, cavalino.com. Check it out. Ah, oh, so much fun. Dean, thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the Cars Out listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Sounds great, Mark. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure being on here. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!